Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet. Right now, this minute, it is cool enough to sit outside and not smoky. The meat bees are still asleep and haven't begun dive-bombing the remains of my breakfast. Outside on this patio, the conversation is humming along. No one's too loud or playing some darn video in their phone with the sound up. There is sun and shade. There are songbirds I can't identify. The freeway sounds a lot like the ocean in its random surgings and quietings. It's confusing to live in a world where there is so much at stake, but your own life in the moment on a Thursday morning feels serene. Yes, there's a mask on my table, and I don't shop after nine in the morning. People I love have died, but not people I know well. Love from a distance, like John Prine and Julie's dad. Most humans are not all that good at abstract thinking. Of course, the mathematicians and philosophers are out there and maybe get more airtime than your average dentist or UPS driver, so we hear more from them than their numbers warrant. But humans, by and large, are sensory animals and react to immediate pleasures or threat. On a day like today, I can barely remember how bad the smoke was last week. I'm still surrounded by wildfire, but since they're getting a handle on those big ones, we don't hear the planes overhead or see panic in our news feeds. I can't smell any smoke. Someone wrote recently somewhere, maybe The Guardian, that this is what he expected with the climate crisis. People would only begin to take action when they themselves had lost a home to fire or been up to their own waist in a flooded New York subway car, when their parents were dying of COVID and they had to say goodbye on FaceTime. This, of course, is a real problem when we should have cut off use of fossil fuels eight years ago, or 20, in order to survive. I feel like I'm watching an ocean liner finally come to a stop and begin to turn around, in that achingly slow way they do, so huge and ungainly, but the storm clouds are already massed overhead and the tsunami visible on the horizon. We're watching this from the liner's deck, not the shore, of course, because in this metaphor, there is no shore. Some people say, don't talk like that, it's so depressing. You have to have hope. I say, wake the heck up and smell the coffee, the roses, whatever you can still smell in case you don't have COVID yourself. Hope is what you muster up after you've faced reality. Before then, what you're experiencing is denial. And denial isn't unreasonable, to be fair. It's one of the common responses to terror. It helps the human brain not get completely overwhelmed. But it's not useful when you're problem-solving quick action at an enormous scale. It's not something to encourage in others just so you won't feel lonely. It's a temporary strategy. As I was writing, my friend, the firefighter of 41 years, sat down at the next table. We talked for a while about this phenomenon. He said, people are sleepwalking through Armageddon. Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.